Can we welcome you again this morning? Will you just pour out your presence upon us? Will you minister to us in the ways that we need? Will you come upon us? Will you fall afresh on us this morning? In Jesus' name. Thank you guys so much. Uh, why don't you take a seat? It's great to see you all here this morning. It is a joy. Um, if you're new or visiting, you're very, very welcome. Please um, do come and say hello to us. Come and say hello to um, Kay or myself or um, just make yourself known to somebody. We'd love to connect with you. We'd love to, um, we'd love to introduce you to the life of the church and to all the things that are starting to slowly but surely kind of um, happen again. Um, slowly but surely, we're kind of, we're slowly but surely getting there. Um, okay, if you've got a Bible, if you've got a Bible, um, just in case you've not been before, the way that we're doing this at the moment over the summer, we're doing slightly shorter services as we sort of adjust to the whole um, way of doing things. So um, our services are intentionally just 45 minutes long, so we should be done here by quarter past. We might even be done sooner. Um, and then one of the things that we wanted to do is, because it's been so long since we've really connected with one another, we wanted to create some space after the service for those who wanted to join us. Um, so we're, this morning, last week we had ice cream in the pouring rain and the freezing cold. Uh, and this week we have uh, Caribbean, like, yeah, like, I don't know, Caribbean something. Um, someone tell me what, like, I think it's jerk chicken and stuff like that. Does that sound right? Does that sound like Caribbean-y kind of thing? And, yeah, I mean, that's going to be great. And I think there's, um, there's like, gluten-free and vegetarian and vegan options as well as, obviously, because I think last time I checked, chicken was meat. Um, so I think there's meat as well. So um, all that's going on. So that'll be at quarter past 12. That'll be over there. I think Kate's already said this, hasn't she? Anyway, um, if you're new, please come along particularly. We'd love to connect with you. Quarter past 12, um, quarter past 11. Thank you out there. If you've got a Bible, turn me to Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 1. I'm going to refrain from singing about bullfrogs, but I know... I know, I know. Um, Jeremiah chapter 1. The, this is what it says. The words of Jeremiah, son of um, Hardwood, Hilkiah, one of the priests of Anatoth in the territory of Benjamin. The word of the Lord came to him in the 13th year of the reign of Josiah, son of Ammon, king of Judah, and through the reign of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah, down to the fifth month of the 11th year of Zedekiah, son of Josiah, king of Judah, blah, 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 um, when the people of Jerusalem went into, Israel, uh, went into exile. It goes on, it says, the word of the Lord came to me, this is to Jeremiah, saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I don't know how to speak. I'm too young. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you to say. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. It's a bit alarming, isn't it? It's like he said, don't be afraid, but you know, like... 
I'll rescue you, which suggests to me, like, actually, you should be quite afraid because you're going to need rescuing. But that's, a, that's an aside. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord re reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, I put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and to tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. The word of the Lord came to me. What do you see, Jeremiah? What do you see, Jeremiah? Um, over the last few days, uh, young people across the, the country are either feeling ecstatic or devastated, relieved or riled as they got their A-level or GCSE results. Anybody here either get their results or have children who had results? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, you know, for everybody involved, it's uh, for those of us who remember those days or have yet for those days to come, it can be a little bit of a challenging kind of few days. Uh, this year, it looked like it was a year, um, a bumper year for great grades. Uh, personally, after all that that generation had been through this year, I would have given them all A stars. Um, but fortunately, that's uh, beyond and above my pay grade. Uh, for some of them, uh, they've got the results that they've got after lots and lots of very, very hard work. Uh, others were just a little bit lucky. Um, others worked really, really hard, but that effort sadly just wasn't reflected in the grades that they got. And, and still others, if they're honest, um, and this is probably more reflective of me back in the day, probably did just as well as they could reasonably have hoped given the circumstances and given the amount of effort that went into it. But whatever the outcome, and again, I'm not sure that it's really all as important as some make it out to be, but again, that's above my pay grade. It's been an incredibly tough week for our young people after a very, very tough season. And so following on from Kate's talk last week and, and Charlie's interview um, with Beth, who, like if you were here last week, Beth was amazing, wasn't she? Beth Kluver was just, she smashed it out of the park. Um, I want us to just continue keeping youth and the young people um, in our sights. And from this morning's passage, here's Jeremiah. Uh, he's anywhere between the ages of 13 and 17. And he's, he's called by the Lord, not just to... You know, like some of us might do with our 13 to 17-year-old kids, um, not just called by the Lord to keep out of trouble, um, not just to get off the PlayStation, um, not even like to go and get revising so that he can get straight A's for his GCSEs and his A-levels. But here's Jeremiah called by the Lord to be a prophet to the nations, no less. And this is something that the Lord has had up his sleeve for him from even before the Lord had formed Jeremiah in his mother's womb. And that's amazing. We were looking at that last week from Psalm 139, the week before from Psalm 139. But what happens is Jer um, the Lord asks Jeremiah a question. And um, that's what really struck me as I was kind of prepping for this. And, and, and right now, perhaps more than ever, it's a really, really good question. And the question is, what do you see? What do you see? You know, after all we've been through these past months, what do we see? You know, with all that's going on in the news, with all that's happening in the world, with all that's going on around us, what do we see? And as we emerge 
slowly but surely, tentatively, from this life of lockdown and restriction, kind of as if we were emerging and transitioning from one season to another, you know, from one way of life almost to another, almost like from one country to another. Um, let's be asking ourselves, let's be asking one another, let's be asking the Lord, what do we see? And can I suggest, uh, perhaps most importantly of all, can we ask the young people? Can we ask the youth? Can we ask the teenagers in our lives, what do you see? Now, um, maybe if you're lucky, you'll get a dismissive grunt by way of a reply. And that's okay. That is a teenager's job. It is on the job description of a teenager to respond to the first question with a grunt. Um, but that aside, don't be intimidated by the sounds that come from within. Can I encourage you to push through and to ask the question again? To let them know that you really want to hear from them and you want to get their input. You want to hear and see and understand what life looks like from their perspective. Um, that we want to encourage them. We want to get them to give us their take on what's going on in the world. And then as they speak and as they begin to open up, and I guarantee, I promise you they will, um, then listen. Please, please, let's learn to listen to what they say. And, and not only do I think we may be surprised, um, I actually think if we're humble, um, we all may learn something very, very important. Um, as we enter, dare I say it, as we enter this post-pandemic world, let's be asking our youth, let's be asking the young people, let's be asking the teenagers to be involved in shaping that world and what it's going to look like. Let's be asking our young people to step up and to take their rightful place in that world. Let's be asking them to lead. As we saw from Beth last week, I mean, they are more than ready, more than capable to lead. Let's create space for them to lead. And in and amongst them, there are prophets to the nation. And we need to be asking them, what do you see? And as you know, uh, I think now that Charlie has moved on from the team here, uh, he was leading uh, one of the responsibilities he had on the staff team. Um, he was uh, responsible for youth. He's gone. He's officially gone. But don't worry, we've asked him to come back on the 5th of September. We're going to be celebrating him and James and anyone else who wants to leave between now and then. Um, we'll be celebrating them. We're going to just do a mass sort of almost like a Mooney wedding type thing, Exodus, you know. Um, you know what I mean. Um, I'm not bitter or sad. It's just grief speaking. I, I can get away with anything at the moment. It's just grief. But Charlie has, Charlie's moved on um, to pastures new. Um, he has shuffled off this mortal coil. Um, and uh, we want to build on, like, the, he's done an amazing job. We want to build on the amazing job that he's done and the foundations that have been laid. Um, and Kate and I, <laughs> yes, um, are, are involved in that. And we want to call on you to help us do that. Kate and I are going back to our roots in youth ministry. Um, uh, a couple of years ago, um, you know, I think uh, I was, what, 23? So it must be, what, six years ago, seven years ago? 
Um, we, Kate and I, led the youth ministry here at South West London. I think we were, we, were, we were like, I think we did it for like three or four years um, before I joined the staff team. Uh, we joined the, I joined the staff team in 1992. <coughs> um, yeah, so I've been on the staff team here since 90, officially since 1992. Um, that's quite a while, isn't it? It's 92. Yeah, okay. Uh, and we did, I think, the youth like three, four years before that, and then we did youth for three, three or four years after, after that. And uh, it was an amazing privilege. I mean, it was pretty hectic and pretty sort of great, but there are some fantastic people in this room who were part of that youth uh, group back then. Uh, Kate and I, I went out for a dinner a, a little while ago, and I bumped into somebody I haven't seen for years and years and years and years, um, who must be in his late 20s now. Um, <laughs> Uh, he's much older than that. Um, and I said, oh, what are you up to? And he said, oh, I'm just about to go and plant a church in Brixton. And it was just an incredible thing about those people that we walked alongside and the people we had a relationship with, um, seeing how they've flourished uh, in their relationship with God. But um, we are going to be overseeing youth for at least the foreseeable future. Um, but... We're going to need some serious help in order to do that, and that's where all of you come in and all of your friends and all of those people who aren't here this morning. Um, we're going to need teams of people to come alongside our young people and to walk with them and to learn from them, and we want to ask and invite you to do that. We're going to need people to pray for our youth and commit to pray for our youth, We're praying for our youth day in, day out, week in, week out, and we're inviting you to join us as we pray for them. We're going to need some of you um, just to come and share um, occasionally, not every single week, but just occasionally, some of your story or some of your skill or some of your gifting uh, with our youth to impart some of that knowledge and that experience and deposit that and all the things that the Lord has done in and through you and deposit that into uh, young people as we help equip them and resource them uh, for lives of followers of Jesus. We're going to need um, some of you Maybe because, uh, like Kate and myself, you've been through it yourselves. So we're going to need some of you to support the parents of youth who are going through it now as they raise this mighty generation um, for Jesus. So this is one of those rare occasions where volunteerism is a really great thing, and we would love to hear from you. But do not fear. If we don't, there's a very good chance that you'll be hearing from us. We'll get you somehow. Uh, uh, but if we do, if you do hear from us, can we ask that you give it some proper prayer and, and just seek the Lord on it as to whether it's something that you can um, get involved in in this season. There's a, this is a generation of young people that's been through so much. Um, we've all been through so much, but particularly that, that crowd, that bunch, you know, those, those young people, they just don't yet really have the skills or the life experience to be able to process all the things that have happened in the last 16 months in the way that many of us can. And we've really struggled with it, and we've got all of our life experience and all of our skills and all of our understanding, our years and years of faith and all those things, and we've all still found it really difficult. How much more hard, how much more challenging, how much more difficult has it been for our young people? And so let's be a church where the young people in this church knows that the church has their backs. Let's be that village. 
you know, that has the awesome privilege and joy of playing our part in raising these young people. And can I humbly suggest that it all begins with us asking them the question, what do you see? And let's see what they say. Why don't you stand and we can have the band back. We will worship as we finish. Thank you, guys. So, Father, we pray. We, um, we prefer right now our young people. And we ask uh, whatever they're doing, wherever they are, your spirit would come, that you would land upon them. Lord, that you would speak words of life over them and you would even now be speaking your calling um, and the plans and the purposes that you have for them from before you formed them in their mother's wombs. Let them know in the wake of this week where some have had fantastic results and some have had disastrous results. Some are really excited about the prospects and their future and some are terrified about having blown it and thrown their lives away. Will you draw alongside them, Spirit of the living God, and will you speak words of peace and comfort and life over them? In Jesus' name. We're just going to worship for the next uh, few minutes or so. Um, this is about as an official an ending as we'll get to. Uh, so as and when you're ready, um, after we've worshipped together, just feel free to make your way, as Kate said, out this door and head over to the car park down there where all kinds of exciting things will be served to you free of charge. And it'd be great to catch up with you over there.
Great to see you.